Hello guys, <clears throat> welcome back. So, my voice is a little raspy today because yes, it is 11.50 right now in the morning, but I did just wake up like 20 minutes ago. So, this is going to be a little hard to talk today, but we're going to get through it and I'm really excited. Let me show you my drink of the day first. We have a chai that I made. It's like good. <laughs> I feel a little brain dead at the moment. So this is great for the episode. It's great for the episode to feel brain dead, obviously. But yes, welcome back. I am so happy to be back. It is almost winter break, guys. I had my hardest final last week, and actually, I think I kind of slayed it. So, what can I say? What can I say? She's a baddie. But I had all my projects due last week, and I had my hardest final. And then next week I have three finals that I'm honestly not even worried about, so I'm not even doing anything this weekend. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling, having a, having a fun, chill weekend. So I'm very excited for this semester to be over. I feel like this year and this semester have just it's been a lot of change it's been a lot of hardships it's been a lot of different dynamics within my friendships and in relationships and I'm just very excited for this chapter to come to an end and honestly I'm very thankful for the chapter I'm very thankful for everything I learned this year and learned this semester but I am ready to say goodbye because what I've noticed being in college is I am a spring semester girl. Something about spring semester like pulls the happiness outside of me. I won't lie though when we get back in January and it's like so cold. Like don't call me up and say, Gabby, are you happy it's spring semester? No, I'm not happy right now. It's cold. I just like spring semester because it starts off so miserable, but then when it hits like March, April, and the sun kind of comes out and you get like a 60 degree day, and everyone on campus is like wearing their bikinis tanning, there is nothing better than that feeling. What, I can, what can I say? There is nothing better than that feeling. So I'm just super excited for that, and I'm really excited for all my friends to come back from Florence, and yeah, I think it's going to be so fun. My my spring semesters usually end up always being harder academic-wise, so I'm not excited about that. Um, I did change my minor. This, sorry, my mom is texting me, and so I'm trying to read that, but I'm also trying to talk. Mom, stop texting me. I changed my minor last semester from fashion media to sustainability, so now I'm in the College of Engineering and Aeronautics, I think, and I'm just excited to see all the little, you know, all the little aeronautics boys, they probably are all, I don't know if I should be saying that online. They're probably all like, I don't even know actually. I've never been in contact with an aeronautics guy. I'll update you next semester on what the aeronautics men are like or the engineering men. I feel like the engineering ones might be better in my opinion. Nothing against aeronautics, but if you get the vibe, you get the vibe. So... Yeah, I'm excited for that transition of my minor. I do think it'll be a little bit harder because it's a little more science-y. And I would say I do I do enjoy science. I do enjoy, like, biology science. I don't really enjoy, like, chemistry science, you know, like a math. So I think that's going to be a fun transition. I just think there's a lot of change coming into my life right now. And change is, I think, always a good thing, even when it's the most terrifying thing in the world. Like, over the summer, I went through so much change at once and that was a lot for me to handle but it was for the best it was for the best sorry i'm yawning i'm like actually still asleep but apparently i decided this was the best time to fund the podcast because i am kind of busy the next so let me give you my the the schedule the schedule so after i tonight after this podcast even though it's only 11.50 in the morning. Tonight I am going to two Christmas parties. Yeah, because I'm that fucking popular. So eat it up, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to... First, I'm going to my friend Jordan's church gala. And like all my... my One of my high school friends will be there. And then like my best friend Anna Maria will be there. 
So we're all gonna go to that. I'm dressing up. My my dress is so cute. And then after that, at like eight, cause that that part that party starts at like five. And then at eight, we're going to my friend Jordan's friend's party, and it's like a black tie party girl i'm so excited i'm so excited to actually i think the thing i'm most excited about is to go over to my friend Anna maria's house and get ready and like listen to music that is such girlhood and i love it so i'm very excited for that my dress is like this like light blush long silk dress and hat. it's like bedazzled all over which is very me very me um sorry i needed a little sip of the chai to like get me going so I'm doing that, and then tomorrow, I'm going to say this because this wasn't come out till Monday, so it's not going to be a surprise anymore. Tomorrow, me and my friend Jordan are surprising our friend Anna Maria and taking her to Cleveland for her birthday. So, because she was like, I didn't really want, her birthday is like in a week and a half, but she'll be back home in Michigan then, so we won't be there to celebrate with her. So we were like, we could throw her a party, but she's not really a party girl. And she was like, I don't really want to be around a lot of people that I don't really know. So we decided to do a little surprise to Cleveland. And we're going to take her. I think we're going to take her. I have this sushi place in mind. And it's like this conveyor belt sushi place. And I've never been to one. And I always wanted to have wanted to go to one. So we'll probably do that. And then maybe we'll go to Mochi Nut, which they have like mochi donuts and Korean corn dogs. So maybe that. And then who knows, maybe like Trader Joe's or we'll go shopping and, you know, just have a good time. So I think we're low-key going to like blindfold her and like surprise her and drive her to Cleveland. So I think it'd be really fun. So we're doing that tomorrow. And then, yeah, the rest of my week next week is like I have my three finals. I have one on Monday, two. Well, I guess I have four finals. I have one on Monday. What are the two that I have? Oh, my God. Hold on. Guys. I have the I have a really big question. Hold on. Because okay, I have product development. I'm like, wait, how many finals do I have? I have planning and buying, product development, professional seminar. I already took sustainability. Do I have social media? If I have a freaking social media exam. Sorry for the brief intermission. We're going to see. If I have a social media exam, which I probably fucking do. Ugh, darn it. I might need to study for this one. Let's see. Let's see, guys. You're going through it with me right now. Yes, I do. Let's see how many questions it is. 50 questions. Okay, so it's fine. We'll be good. Um, I'll be fine. I just don't want to do it. But yeah, so I have four exams. I'm so excited. I only had three, but it's great. We're going to do amazing. But it's all good. I don't really understand what these teachers are doing when they're like, you have a project and you have an exam. No. No, that's not the rule. You get to pick. You pick one. Period. So that kind of annoyed me, but whatever. So, also speaking of change, we were speaking of a lot of change coming up after this month. Recently, I got a call and I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I applied for an internship. Well, I applied for many, but the one I didn't even really want that after I interviewed, I actually really wanted. I got it. I got it, guys. It is in Wisconsin. I won't disclose any more information because I don't know if I'm supposed to disclose all that information online, but it's for product development, which is exactly what I want to do. It's in Wisconsin. I get paid. Oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die because this is like, I really feel like this is the first step into like my dreams. You know, coming into fashion, I always thought like, okay, like the only route to take is like, you know, the New York, the luxury, the fashion weeks, which is a great route to take. But I, and I think it'd be fun to do, but I don't really think that's my route. And so then I slowly figured out other things I could do and... I just found a lot of other opportunities and I'm just, I always thought I was like in that New York bustling mood and maybe like in the future, maybe I'll end up there one day. I actually have no idea, but I don't know. I'm really excited to move to Wisconsin. People have been telling me, well, Milwaukee's kind of like a coastal town. And if you know me, you know, I love a coastal town. So I don't know. I'm feeling like the universe and God is like putting this into place because it's meant to be. And so I'm very excited about it. 
sorry guys my mom called me so brief pause but also we we are back we're back i was like girl she was asking me about cards that needed to be bought i'm like i am filming a podcast but it's all good so we got the cards but yes i'm very excited about this internship i think it's just like do you ever sit in your room all the time and just think about your dreams and your biggest dreams and then like when they happen you're like wait this is it I feel like one of my biggest dreams obviously has to work has been to work in fashion and weirdly another one of my biggest dreams is to be an adult I have always dreamed of like I I personally like there are bittersweets of growing up but I absolutely love growing up ever since I was probably I don't know 10 all I could imagine was me living on my own and being self-sufficient and that was my biggest dream and that might sound like not a not a fun like sparkly dream but it really is to me and I think that I have other dreams and other goals in my life like obviously working in the fashion industry and I think as I grow up there will be other goals too but like living alone and being a self-sufficient adult has always been a weird dream of mine. And I feel like this is the first step into it. Because I've got this internship. There's an opportunity to get a job out of it. That I can move to a different state. Move out of Ohio. Change my life. Which is insane. I've just been thinking a lot recently. And I want to do an episode about change. But I think more as change comes. More change will come in the future. So maybe when I'm dealing with it heavy again. But I, I've just been feeling this feeling of like... My life is about to change so drastically. You know, my whole life I've known Ohio. I've lived here ever since I was born because my parents live here. And then I've gone to school here. And everyone I know is here. And then I went to college here. And so it's just like, and also my whole life has been school. I think it's going to be so strange when I graduate college and I never go to school again. And my life is going to be in a different part of the United States And my life is going to be so different. I'm going to have different friends. I'm going to have different people in my life. I'm going to be living alone, hopefully. Like, it's just crazy to me that in a year or two years from now, my life is going to be drastically different. Like, a year from now, I'll be almost done with senior year. Two years from now, like, I might be living in Wisconsin or living somewhere else. Like, and just my life will be so different. And I've just been thinking about how crazy that's going to be. And I do want to do an episode about change. And we'll get to an episode about that. I think there's a lot of change coming. And I think change is good no matter what. It it is good. It helps you adapt to things. And it helps you learn that this is a bittersweet feeling. But nothing is permanent. Which is a good thing and a bad thing. Because there's so many things in life that, I mean, nothing is permanent. Even, you know, if you our best friends someone for the rest of your life one day you guys will die you know and I love how we're talking about this is kind of depressing but I'm just been learning nothing is permanent and even this long ass period of my life that I've known forever like going to school living in Ohio living close to my parents it's gonna change and it's not permanent and then I think, you know, when I first get out of that, gra- that when I'm in that graduate era where I'm, like, having my first job and, like, that's not going to be permanent either. And relationships aren't permanent and friendships. And that's a sad thing, but it's also kind of a good thing because you get to say goodbye to things in life that weren't making you happy. And so I'm really excited about that. Like I said, like, I'm very thankful for this chapter of my life, but I am ready to mm, move on to a new chapter. And I think that's perfectly fine. But, okay, enough of that. Let's talk up. I think those are all the updates I have. Let's talk current obsessions. Personally, I think I'm in a transition phase of obsessions. It's been weird. Personally, a lot of people think it's weird that I have obsessions. But I think everybody does. I think some people are just better at suppressing them. I love my obsessions. And I will love them till the day I die. And I don't have, like, a lot right now. Because there's, there's phases in my life where I am, like, obsessed. Like, there was a phase I went through, like, maybe May, and I was obsessed with Ed Sheeran. Like, it was bad. Um, no, it was probably, like, July. Maybe, like, it was sometime in the summer. Um, one of the obsessions has come back. Um, that one would be spicy soft potato tacos from Taco Bell. Over the summer, I tried these at Taco Bell. And I'm not a Taco Bell girl. I do not like Taco Bell. I think it's gross. 
but those those tacos they eat and I remember the specific day I, I tried them and they were so good and I kind of got obsessed with them and then I let them go and the other day I had this event to run and so I went to Taco Bell before because I was like mm, let's treat ourselves to one dollar tacos oh my god I always get extra extra potatoes in it they're so good so that's currently becoming about an obsession that I'm feeling they're just they're so fucking good okay next still Chapel Rowan guys I am in love with Chapel Rowan like I'm like in love with this woman she's so good top song right now is Red Wine Supernova that song just mm, 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 it eats I love Feminine Nominon. I love After Midnight Naked in Manhattan uh I know there's more I just can't think of the names but yes I love her I think she's just so good I think she knows how to sing I think she knows how to make a little show I think she just I feel like I haven't even stepped foot yet into the full obsession because I just obsessed over her music now it's time to start obsessing over who she is so you know I followed her on Instagram and it's about to be bad because that's how I felt when I started liking Eli Rowla which she's still an obsession she's still going strong it was like I would listen to her podcasts, but then I was like, okay, I'm kind of liking her. And then I would go on her Instagram, and then it was like, I'm so like addicted to her personality. Like, I love her personality. And, you know, maybe I do have an addictive personality where I get obsessed with people. But you know what? To all the haters out there, it's really fun, and it makes my life more entertaining. And I think anything that makes your life more entertaining is worth the value in it bring, that it brings. Okay, next, weird. I watched Mary Poppins last week, and... It just, like, brought me back to my childhood because I would watch it in choir class when I was a child, like, every single day. And so I loved it, and I watched it the day, and I've been obsessed with Julie Andrews now, and I've been listening to my favorite things and a spoonful of sugar, like, way too much. They're just, like, whenever I'm driving, there's, like, different moods I get in when I drive. And there's moods where I'm like, okay, I'm feeling like a baddie. Let's listen to Renaissance by Beyonce. And there's like, okay, I'm feeling like a little folky. Let's listen to Noah Khan and Hozier. And then there's the ones where I feel like very, um, like wholesome. And that's when I listen to Broadway and maybe the Glee cast, which I have been slowly thinking about watching Glee again, guys. So I think over winter break, it's going to be Anne with an E and Glee. I think that's the vibe that we're going for. But yeah, like whenever I get, like I've been driving around recently and I get into this like, it's usually when I'm like tired and when I'm tired, I usually just listen to like um, musicals and Broadway because it makes me feel like a little, like like my old self when I was like young and, and like so cute. <laughs> I don't want to say like toddlerish, but like I was a toddler, but like it just reminds me of being a child and I think anything that reminds you of your childhood is well, not anything that reminds you of your childhood, but when you can find those good memories of your childhood, it really makes you happy. So I've been listening to my favorite thing is probably the most, just because whenever I get really sad, and I listen to, the, I heard this from Eli Rallo, like, she listens to this song a lot, at my favorite things, and it's it works. Like, it just makes you feel so wholesome, and it makes you, it reminds you of, like, the small little things in life that you, that you want to have to make you feel happier. You know, she says, like, um snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes winter something about winter's melting in the spring and girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes like all these small things are things that like make her happy and I honestly think it is about the small things in life like obviously the big accomplishments and fun things in life bring so much joy but like those really only happen you know a couple times a year you know so I feel like finding those little small things in life that can keep you going like I would say right now, currently, my little small things are like listening to my podcast every week. I love those. I'm so excited for Eli Rallo's book to come in on Tuesday. Oh my god, I pre-ordered it. I'm so excited. Like, that's something small. I was at the Nutcracker last night, and this sounds really poetic and like, you know, sentimental and kind of cliche, but I kind of eat it up. I was at the Nutcracker last night when they were like twirling around, you know, doing their ballet. I was just watching all of the girls' dresses spin. And I was like, this is beauty. This is beauty right here. Like, this is so beautiful. And even just the ballet in general. And like Broadway. Broadway is so, like, the arts are so beautiful to me. Or like right now I'm sitting in my room. And I'm looking at the posters on my wall. And they just make me so happy because they're so they're so me and they're so personalized. And, you know, like the cameo, cameo necklace that I wear and like the rings that I wear every single day, like 
those little things just like bring so much joy into my life or getting a coffee like some people say like you know when people are like here's how you save money you need to stop buying a five dollar coffee every day which yes it's probably a great way to save money but like that coffee maybe brings so much joy into your life I know that like when I drive to work I love putting on a pod my podcast listening to my music and then getting coffee or getting a little pastry and that like can make my day so my challenge for you all right now is to find little things in life that make you happy and find at least five I think we can all find five even if you have the worst life out there and I think at this time of year life can be very hard especially with losses of family members um but also just seasonal depression and just like not liking this time of year I've as I've grown up like I used to love Christmas and this time of year as I've grown up I've actually learned I really don't enjoy this time of year it just stresses me out it makes me sad and I have a lot of seasonal depression and I'm just not a big fan of it Christmas is cool but it's really nothing special to me anymore and that that is kind of sad but that's just sometimes how we change over the time but with me disliking the season I've grown love for other seasons but I'm literally rambling but I said this in my recent post on the podcast Instagram like you know I hope everyone's doing well because this is the most wonderful time of the year added quotes sometimes it isn't you know sometimes it isn't a fun time of year for people so just find a couple of things that make you happy but yeah okay also one more thing I have a lot more um sessions but I kind of want to just get into the episode one more thing I want to talk about is the Hunger Games. I, last week, went to the movies to watch the new Hunger Games. I actually really loved it, but I also actually cried and, like, almost threw up in the movie theater because I cannot do gruesome stuff. Like, I, like, the middle part when they were in the games, like, oh my god, I can't. It's so crazy to me how is it Suzanne Collins came up with this concept. Like, but honestly, it's not far off. I've been thinking, like, obviously there's no Hunger Games and there's, they're there never should be but like when you think about it there's so many celebrities out there who are literally filthy rich they have so much money and there's people who are literally living off of the streets have nothing and it just annoys me how we kind of already live in that kind of world where there's these rich capital people who just are greedy and keep their money and i get it everyone like okay for me I make money and I'm a privileged white woman. And so, you know, I have parents where I have a house to live and I make money and I have a car and I have a very privileged life. And I try to give back to people and do things for other people because I want to be giving. But I also like have to take care of myself, you know, and be self and be as self-sufficient as I can as a college student and pay for my tuition and all those things. But there are people out there like celebrities and it's their money, obviously, but it's like, you are filthy rich. You do not need this much money. You should be giving out money to people who do need it. And I just wish that, like, there was, you know, people. there wasn't people living off the street. And this just got me thinking when I was watching The Hunger Games because I was like, I just feel so bad. And it's so hard when you're just one person and you want to make so much change because you just feel like, what am I supposed to do? How can I make change in a world like this? Because this is just the world we live in. But that's something that's been on my mind recently. And I'm going to keep thinking about that. And also, I will say before I watched Hunger Games, everyone was like, Tom Blythe is so hot. And I was like, um, yeah, Coriolan is fudge. Coriolan is fudge. I keep calling him Coriolan is fudge, which is Harry Potter. Coriolan is snow, not fudge. Oh, my God. Harry Potter geek alert. Um, Coriolan is snow. Is fine as hell. And he looked good with that curly hair and he looked good with that buzz cut. And he is not a good person, but he is sexy. So if he needs someone to talk to at night, call me up and we can overthrow the capital together, even though he is the capital. So basically that doesn't work. But I really liked it. And then yesterday I watched the the first Hunger Games and that one is good, but it's kinda like eh. I think catching fire is better. So I think I'm gonna watch that over break and we'll update y'all about that later. But I really love, I love a prequel. Like, I love when you, when it gives meaning. And there's, I love ties between movies. I love all that stuff. Like, I love when you're reading a book from an author. And then there's, like, other characters from other books from that author. Like, I I love a tie. So, yes, those are my updates, I would say. I guess we would get into the 
we guess we can get into the episode now. And like I said, yes, hopefully there's more obsessions coming soon. I think they just take their time and we'll see. But today I really wanted to talk about perfectionism. I think as I've grown up, everyone deals with this a little bit. And I didn't realize however how much everyone deals with this. It's crazy how, at least in my head, I feel like as I've grown up, I've been, you know, I've I've come to this sense of like I am not perfect and that's fine and I don't want to be perfect but then also I like I'm gonna admit this I have a superiority complex and I want to be like I have this underlying feeling of like I want to be perfect because I want to be better than people and that's my superiority complex coming in and we're slowly trying to heal that and the thing is, I don't take it out on people. Like, I'm not, like, tr- actively trying to be better than people. But I know it's part of who I am because I know I have that superiority complex. So it's kind of like this weird balance of, like, I need to tell myself that I'm not perfect. I'm trying to think. Like, it's so complicated in my mind. So maybe we won't. Maybe we'll get into that in a couple minutes. I just need to, like, process. But, like, I feel like everyone, we hold ourselves to this standard of being perfect but we also don't and that's confusing and I'm still confused by it so I'm learning right now but I from where I am now to where I used to be I'm a lot better at this I have taught myself that you know being perfect is not something you can be you can't and so striving for for perfection is not what you want to do Ever. And I mean this within yourself and with other people. And this is what I've been learning. I think I've been, I feel like in the past, I've really waned in on how to try to figure out and tell myself I'm not perfect and that's okay. And taking myself off that pedestal and realizing that I'm a human. I'm a human being who makes mistakes and I'm going to make mistakes. And there's going to be times when I accidentally do something that might hurt somebody. And Obviously, hurting someone is not okay, but it's okay because I'm a human. And, like, sometimes that stuff just happens. And being a good person, not a perfect person, means growing from those experiences. And so, I feel like perfectionism, let me just say this, perfectionism is exhausting. It is so exhausting to, like, hold yourself to these standards of being perfect for people. But guess what? If you strive for perfectionism, you're going to be, like... You're going to be lost your whole life. Because if you're looking for it within yourself, you're going to be lost because you're never going to find it. If you're looking for it with other people, you're going to be lost and you're never going to find anybody. I feel like I, that's something I'm learning. I'm trying to teach myself that people are people. And that's not an excuse for people being horrible to you or like rude to you or, you know, disrespectful. But it is also something to tell yourself because... I feel like a lot of the times we make excuses. Like when we make mistakes, we're like, well, I'm just a human. Like I just made a mistake. But then when someone hurts you and makes a mistake, obviously you're allowed to be mad and you're allowed to be sad. Um, But also that person is a human. And that's just what humans are like. And we have to remember that we're all human, not just me. I think we all definitely center ourselves as our world Because, I mean, that makes sense. Like, what else would we put first? Because we're living every single day as us. So, obviously, our problems are going to be number one in our life. And we're just going to have us as the center of our world. And so, when we make a mistake, we're like, well, I'm a human. Like, I'm not perfect. But then when someone hurts you, we're like, fuck that person. They're a horrible person. When in reality, like, yes, there are horrible people out there. Like, I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you that Hitler wasn't a horrible person. Like, he's a horrible person. But, like, when someone, like, say a friend is not being a good friend to you, I am not telling you to just be like, oh, well, she's allowed to be a bad friend to me because she's a human. No. I think realizing this and realizing someone isn't human shows a lot of empathy. You know, if your friend's being not a good friend to you, you should talk to them and you should tell them how you feel. But also try to sit in their shoes and maybe see how, why is this person acting like this? And that doesn't, that doesn't act as, an, act as an excuse for them to treat you like this. But I think realizing people are human is a way that we can forgive people. I've been hurt by so many people in the past. I think everyone has friends, ex, ex-partners, like, and it sucks. And I'm not telling you you have to like anybody. 
And I don't think when you forgive someone, that means you like them or you love them again. I think it just means that you realize that this person is a human and they're not perfect, just like you're not perfect. And you're just like, okay, you obviously hurt me, but I understand you're a human and I accept that. And I think accepting, from my experience, I think accepting that other people aren't perfect has been a great way to practice to show myself that I'm not perfect. I think in this world of movies and television shows and books of all this romanticized love and friendships, we look for perfection. We don't look for compatibility. When in reality, that's what's important. When you're looking, when you're meeting new friends or you're meeting a new love interest, I think we look for perfection in other people. But we don't need to be looking for perfection. We need to be looking for compatibility. Do I like being around this person because we're compatible? Not do I like being around this person because they're perfect? Because the thing is, no one is perfect. And from that, I've also learned that you can't find... This is actually something, I'm not going to lie. I came upon, as I was in the Nutcracker last night, I came upon this epiphany. And I think I just realized that one sec guys so yeah sorry my dog was in my room and I think my stepdad got home so she had to be let out but what was I saying oh I had this epiphany last night and it was that I feel like my whole life I've been I struggled to find these deep heart-wrenching friendships or relationships and I was always like I don't want to lower my standards like I shouldn't have to lower my standards and you shouldn't do not lower your standards but I think my whole life I've been searching for one person to fill all my needs and that's unrealistic because no one is perfect and that's why we have multiple friends and that's why we have a relationship with someone because Everyone fills different needs. You know, there's going to be things that you have with your partner that only that person can fill the need of. And maybe that's, you know, expressing yourself sexually or intimacy in that way. And you're only going to be able to get that with a partner, obviously. Because you can't get that with your friends. But the thing is, then your friends are going to give you this part of your life and this part you can express that you can't have with your partner. But then when you dive deep into friends, like there's some friends who you're like, okay, these are the friends that I like to hang out with and have a good time with. This is the friend that I like to go and cry to. This is the friend I like to get advice from. I think I'm just realizing, I think I knew this my whole life, but you can't, you can't get everything from one person. You can't. And I think the reason we have best friends is because those people are the people that have almost everything we want. You know, they have, they're almost our perfect standard, I guess. You know, but they still are perfect. And so... They're gonna be, there's going to be things that maybe annoy you. I just think that's been an epiphany because I'm like, my whole life I've always just felt like no one has ever satisfied me. And I was like, do I have to? I have standards. Like, do I need to lessen them? And I don't think it's that I need to lessen them. I think it's just I need to lessen the standard of that one person is going to give me everything. You know, because I have a best friend right now and she's amazing and I literally love her. But it's like there's things that she can't give me that I have with other friends and then there's things with those other friends that they can't give me that I have with her you know and so that's a really that's a that's a way that I've been learning to let go of perfectionism now we can talk about it more with ourselves I don't really know why we hold so no I I think perfectionism comes with anxiety and I think everyone in our fucking world has anxiety everybody has anxiety like oh my god I just think that, especially when we're younger, and I don't really know the male experience, but I I bet they definitely have these pressures too. I mean, the patriarchy puts pressure on pressures on everybody. I just feel like when you're young, your parents, I don't know, everyone's parents are different, but I feel like your parents put a lot of pressure on you to be, not even your parents, like your parents, but also just the world, our society we live in. We are told to 
there's just like this heavy place on perfectionism in our society. You know, you go on social media and it's people telling you, be motivated, push through that hardness. But then there's people telling you, well, guess what? You're allowed to have days where you rest and you're allowed to do this. And it's just like, oh my God, people are just always telling you what you should do with your life. And I think in some ways, this is a really good thing. But I also think in some ways, it's just exhausting to get all this media taken in. And you're like, oh my God, I'm trying so hard to push through this pain, but I also just want to sleep. But then I'm also like, I want to push hard. And oh my God, we just need to accept the fact that we're not perfect. And also just that life isn't perfect. And there's, I think when I was younger, I always thought there was going to be this okay, once I'm confident enough and once I find a boyfriend and once I have all my dreams come true and once I have great friends, like, my life will be perfect. No, it will not. Because the thing is, it does not matter. Like, you will always, our brains will always find problems within our life. Like, you know, the past couple months I was dealing with a breakup and that was the main problem in my life. And now that that kind of has shifted and left, now I'm focusing on other problems in my life. And... I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that's just life. I think there's just always little things because life isn't perfect. And so we just kind of have to accept that fact that like life isn't perfect. And there's going to be phases of life that are close to perfect and feel so amazing. Like I'm trying to think of a phase. And when you look back at it, obviously like when I look back at like my freshman year of college, It was great. I loved it. But then when you think about it more, you think about all the things that weren't perfect. You know, I think we also hold experiences as perfect in our minds. We, you know, we're we're going on a trip next week. Let's say that. We romanticize things in our mind for it to be perfect. And when it's not, we get mad at ourselves. But in reality, we think we just need to accept that, like, maybe this this is just something that we want. But we also just have to accept the fact that, like, we're never going to get it, if that makes sense. I'm definitely rambling in this episode because I'm still kind of divulging into this topic too. But I guess the way that I've been, that I, within myself, the way I've learned to deal with perfectionism is to be honest with myself and how I feel and tell, and also to remind myself that I'm not perfect. I've always had this phrase in my head since I maybe middle school of I need to be a good person and I do think I want to be a good person and I do think I should be a good person but then we hold ourselves to these standards of being perfect and when we do the smallest thing wrong like maybe I go gossip about someone then I'm like I'm a bad person no I'm not a bad person and so you kind of have to teach yourself it's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of intentional thoughts. You know, I think that's a lot of what learning is. It's kind of tricking your brain. You know, it's like when you're insecure about the way you look, you kind of have to just trick your brain that you like the way you look, even when you don't like the way you look. And so I would just always tell myself as I've grown up, I am not perfect and that is okay. And when I make mistakes, I tell myself, obviously, I don't want to make this mistake again, but I can't go back in time and change it and be quote-unquote perfect, I can sit here and I can look at my mistake and I can say, how is this a bad thing? How can I be better and change it? We can't control everything. And that's also part of anxiety, control. Lord, 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 everybody just wants to control everything. But we can't. We have to let go of this, of these anxieties, of perfectionism and control. And perfectionism, one is quite hard to let go of because I think in some ways we believe, we believe deep down we're not perfect and like we, how do I phrase this? Like we're not perfect and we make mistakes and we give ourselves that, you know, that, that, that slack or that, what is the word? You know what I mean? Like we, we let ourselves be like, okay, we're not perfect and that's a good thing. But then we also say like, I need to, do amazing at every single thing and I need to have all these in schools and I need to have an internship and I'm like whoa, 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 whoa what happened to the we're not perfect thing you know like where did that go 
I just, I wish we could take ourselves off these pedestals. I wish we could take pedestals out of the fucking mix of life. Because we put everyone on pedestals. We put ourselves on pedestals. But then we also put people, other people, above ped- on pedestals that are above us. And I'm just tired of these pedestals. Because I am not a perfect person. But also we can't let ourselves stay, say that. And not um, be a good person. Does that make any sense? I don't know. I feel like we should hold ourselves to some sort of standard because that keeps us going in life. Like, But also we have to remember that we're human and we can only do our best. And that's all we can do. And remind yourself that like, if you're not perfect or you don't get that internship or you don't get a good grade on your, your quiz... Sometimes we just have to remind ourselves, like, being perfect isn't everything. And we literally are on a floating rock. And does any of this really matter? Does it? No, it it really doesn't. (sighs) This is just a, a very deep topic that I've struggled with my whole life. And I don't know all the answers, honestly. You know, I like doing this podcast because I'm just, I'm just a human. As I'm saying, I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers. And that's okay. I think amazing things about podcasts is learning advice. I just, I like hearing advice from people who I feel close with over the internet that aren't perfect and don't know all the answers. They're just, they're just living their life. You know, I'm a 20 year old girl. And every single year, I feel that I'm wiser than the last. Like when I look at myself last year, I'm like, girl, you were dumb. And I, and I right now, I'm like, I'm so wise. And I know that in a year from now, I'm going to be like, bitch, you were so dumb. Maybe not dumb, but you know, like I wasn't, I just, I've learned so much. And I think I will learn more about this topic over time. But like my best advice for this topic would be to, you know, tell yourself every single day or write it down every single day that like, you are not perfect. And that is not a bad thing. We are human. And remind yourself that humans make mistakes. Humans have bad days. Humans have bad chapters of their life. And that's just crazy. Also, let's talk about the chapters chapters of life really quick. I feel like in the past two years, that's how I've noticed that, like, I didn't really even realize that life goes through chapters and phases. You know, last year, my life, I would say, was in a different chapter. And, you know, this sounds really dumb, but, like, I don't know why it was just, like, so weird to me to think that, like, when when I'm 20 years from now, when I'm 40, I'm going to look back at this time in my life, like, and just be like, wait, that was only a chapter. Because I've just felt that, like, this is my life. This is it. But it isn't. Okay, we're going to not talk about that, actually, because this is not what it's about. We're, we're talking about perfectionism. But, like, isn't that weird? I've just been dealing with so much change, and that's why I want to do a podcast about it. And so I'm like, wow, there is so much change. Because I'm like, this part of my life that feels like my life, which it is my life right now, but it isn't everything. It's about it's about to change. But yeah, back to the perfectionism. I think as I think it's mainly our society's fault for holding these high standards of ourselves. And we all think that we need to be perfect for other people and perfect for ourselves because that's the only way to live and we need to take the pressures off being perfect we need to take it off ourselves. we need to take it off other people we need to take it off of the world the world will never be perfect that's that I mean we just have to accept that fact and I think there are times when you're going to have when you're going to be you know living your life and it might be almost perfect but it's not going to be perfect and it's fine to, perf- I think we should definitely try to sit in those times and, you know, appreciate them. Be like, wow, life is almost perfect right now. Because then, you know, then usually the non-perfect stuff comes. But when that non-perfect stuff comes, it doesn't take away from all the good stuff that's happening. I think that's what life is. It's just, it's just finding balance in the good and the bad. And maybe more focusing on the good stuff. Because there's always going to be that one freaking thing that makes your life not perfect. You know, I feel like in my life right now, like what can I say? I mean, 
my career career wise, I feel like I'm going, I'm doing great. I'm doing perfectly. If we want to say, if we want to use perfect. Um, friend wise, I do have really good friends, but I do really want to expand my horizons when it comes to friends. Um, I'm not in a relationship right now and I don't think you need to be in a relationship to be happy, but that's something I really want to be in. And so like my life isn't perfect. And I think that maybe in, if in a couple months I make more friends and I get in a relationship, my life won't be perfect still because there's always something that's just off. And I think that's just life. Life is just always going to have one thing off and it's just us deciding do we want to ruin our life over this one little thing that's off and ruin our day and ruin our everything? Or can we just be like, you know what? Maybe life isn't perfect and that's fine. And I'm not perfect and my boyfriend isn't perfect or my partner isn't perfect and my friends aren't perfect. They're just humans. But also, it's not an excuse. Don't, like, I think being empathetic with people and realizing they're human is a very beautiful trait to have. But don't, let that don't let that let you what's the word like what is that dang word don't use that as an excuse for people's actions if someone is treating you like shit don't be like oh well they're just a human so no 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 you can accept the fact that they're human and they may be going through something but that doesn't give them an excuse to be mean or rude or whatever But having empathy is a really good thing for people. And wow, wow. This is just a very deep topic that I could talk about for hours. And I want to learn more advice about it. I just think we need to take a lot of pressure off of ourselves. And remember that being perfect isn't the goal in life. Being The goal in life is just, I guess, be happy. Which I guess goes along with being imperfect. But it's also not just about being happy because there are times when we're happy. I think the goal of life is just to accept that life is life. There's going to be good parts, there's going to be bad parts, and that's life. You can obviously strive to become a happier person dealing with your anxiety and depression and getting people out of your life that, you don't, that don't serve you and, you know, being a happier person, making experiences better by doing things that are proactive. But even when you... You know, I've dealt with a lot of my anxiety and I feel like I'm learning how to deal with it. I'm learning how to deal with depression. My life isn't happy all the time. There's days where I just feel like not happy. And I think that's fine. I think life, the beauty of life is the ups and downs of it. It's not about it being perfect. And that's the, that's the same for friendships, relationships, and the relationship with yourself. And I think the first step in this is being honest with yourself and saying, you know, Do I want to be perfect? Okay. Why do I want to be perfect? How can I... Let's see. How can... You know, why do I want to feel perfect? How can I teach myself that I'm not perfect and that's okay? Hmm. And then, I feel like I've done that for myself, but then use it with other people. We always have to remember that people are humans. And for the most part, I've realized, like, when... I feel like everyone in my life right now, and the people who have been in my life recently, they're not bad people. They're just, they have flaws, because humans have flaws. And it's hard because we, we see so much black and white. We see good and bad people. But that just isn't how it works. Obviously, there's horrible people out there. And I think when you have people who are just not good people, it's really easy to just be like, that's a bad person. But I think when you have friends, like I love both my friends. You know, both my friends, my closest friends, but also all my friends. And I've realized, like, what was I going to say? I just think it's hard when someone's, like, a good person, but has... It's hard when people are just people. You know, everyone has flaws and everyone has things that they're stressing over. And I think when people, you know, make you... When your friends make you feel bad about yourself or say something rude we want to turn it into this they're a bitch and they're evil but in reality most of the time they aren't most of the time they're just a person who maybe he just has an insecurity and is trying to figure out how to deal with it and doesn't make him a bad person and so i've been trying to teach myself like we need to take people off pedestals and we need to you know they're not going to be perfect they're just going to be them and I don't know, just trying to have empathy for people and realizing 
those flaws that they have within them can also help you realize those flaws you have within yourself and help you take that perfectionism anxiety away and just let yourself be human like something I always struggled with when I was coming into college is obviously I'm in fashion school as y'all know and something I always struggled with was looking perfect every single day for school you know dress because people dress up I mean some people don't some people do and all I cared about was how I looked because I was like, I have to look perfect. And as I went to therapy for, you know, during my freshman and sophomore year of college, I I always thought it was about, you know, the clothing and I just wanted to look good. But no, it was about the perfectionism anxiety. I wanted to be perfect for people's eyes. But guess what? I'm a human. And there's days where I just want to wear sweatpants. And that's perfectly fine. Like, there was literally a specific day, I remember... Where it was raining outside. And I had a really cute outfit. But I had to wear like this sweatshirt over it. That had a hood. Because I, I forgot my umbrella somewhere. And I beat myself up about that. Because I thought the outfit was ugly with the hoodie. I was like this outfit is so ugly. I don't, look, I don't look good for fashion class. And I beat myself up over it way too much. And I went to therapy and she was like girl it's a jacket. You, you are human. You are allowed to wear a fucking rain jacket with a hood when it's raining. You're allowed to. You don't need to look perfect for the people. I feel like slowly I'm coming out of this. Like I am in this era of life now of just like I want to wear sweatpants every day. I'm going to wear sweatpants every day because I'm a student who is kind of going crazy because she has so many finals. Like I'm allowed to do that. And I'm trying to take these lessons with me throughout my life and remember that like, you know, when I start this internship in the summer, I've never done product development. Like I've obviously learned about it in school, but I've never done it. And obviously I know I'm going to put pressure on myself to be this perfect intern. But all I can do is try my best. Because the best is all we can give. It's all you can give. And if your best isn't good enough, maybe it's not for you. That's all I got to say about that. So I'm, gonna try to take, I'm trying to take these lessons that I learned throughout my future and remind myself, you know what? Like, I'm trying and that's what matters. I am not perfect. I will not be perfect. I am just trying. And I think the majority of people can appreciate you are trying. Especially when you explain yourself, you know? You're like, hey, I'm trying. I've never done this. I'm learning. Effort shows. Effort shows. And I want everybody to learn how to just drop this anxiety of perfectionism. And just let yourself be a human being. You know, I think a lot of people think of me as this very much put together person. And I think it's because I am very self-aware and very in control of my emotions. And I'm really thankful that people see me as that. But I'm also still a human. And I'm not saying that my friends don't think I am. It's just like, my whenever people, I tell people what things I'm like, last year I remember a specific time when I was out at a bar. And me and my friend were walking back home and we were just kind of like, we were like, you know, just talking about things that we were dealing with. And he was like, wow, like I'm so happy you're telling me this because... I always thought you were just so put together and perfect. And I was like, girl, no, I am not put together and perfect. No one is. And also, on to like a different subject. This is why I think I want to do a podcast about being, being, learning how to be vulnerable with yourself and others. Because something I pride myself in my personality is how vulnerable I can be and open with people. Not in a trauma dump way, but in a just a vulnerable way. I can just show who I am in an authentic way. And I think it's so important to share these things with people. I think everyone kind of hides a lot of who they are. And I'm saying, I'm not saying I tell everybody about my life. There's certain things that I only keep for myself because not everything needs to be said. But I think something that I've learned is it is so beautiful to open up and be vulnerable with someone because it shows people that even the people who seem like they're doing the best aren't. No one has anything figured out. I don't think you have anything figured out your whole life, okay? That is just life. And I think being vulnerable and open people can show that, like, wait, maybe everyone has this idea of perfectionism in their head. And maybe no one has it put together. And that makes me feel good. Like, when I was going through my breakup, I was seeing all these people online. And obviously, you see everybody. And I think social social media has really made an impact on this perfectionism idea in our mind. Because we see all these highlight reels online of people... And we're like, oh my God, they look so perfect. They're going through this. I know this person's going through a breakup, but look how happy, look how happy they look. Well, let's just remind ourselves again that social media is fake. 
literally everything you put on social media is fake. Even if you see those bitches crying on Instagram and trying to be authentic, like good for them, but you set up the camera. So it isn't real. It isn't authentic. Fortunately, social media isn't authentic. And I think it's put so much pressure on us to be perfect. And like what I was saying is like when I was going through my breakup, I feel like I saw so many people I knew who were go- who've been through breakups or going through breakups. And even just friends, you know, even just people who I knew personally were going through breakups. And when I would see them in person, they seemed so fine because they weren't open about it. And that's fine. I'm not pushing anybody to be open about it. but And like tell me all their secrets. But I think there's something so beautiful about opening up about something you're dealing with. And then finding someone else who's dealing with it or someone who has dealt with it. And being like, wait, I'm not the only one who is struggling to stay afloat during a breakup a lot of people it makes you feel normal it makes you feel normal and that's such a beautiful feeling because sometimes it's beautiful to feel unique because we all are unique and we have our own things and it's great to find things that make you stand out and you're like wait i'm so unique but it's also so amazing to feel just normal for once like when you're going through something hard and you're like no one's dealing with this i feel so alien alienated from the world because i feel like no one understands what i'm going through and then when you you know are vulnerable with someone and open up and you find out someone else has struggled with the same thing it feels so good and it takes down this wall of like wait we aren't perfect i'm not perfect you're not perfect we're literally just humans trying to live our life and that's the beauty of life that we all are we're all the same in that aspect we all are just trying our best to stay afloat, but we all just need to realize, like, we don't need to be perfect to be happy. We don't need to be perfect to be human. We just need to be human. And something I've learned in the past, I have always taken my life, like, a chapter at a time. I think now I just take, I like to take my life a day at a time. Just focus on today. Obviously, you have to plan sometimes, but it's like, just taking the pressure off life. I just think taking the pressure off life and people and yourself is the only thing that's going to make you happy. Pressure is hard to deal with and it is not fun. And so just letting go of these pressures and anxieties can help us so much. Like, you know, when you meet a new friend, I have so many friends who I've gotten closer with this year and I have one in specific, specifically we've gotten close with and I feel like as we've gotten closer, there's obviously things that, like, aren't perfect about them. And there's things that, like, I wish they had they had, or they were because it make them perfect. But also I'm realizing just because someone isn't giving me everything I need doesn't mean that we can't be friends. We can still be great friends, but, you know, maybe when I want to do this, I go with a different friend. You know, because you don't really give me that. And it doesn't make you less valuable or less of my friend. It just makes you not the person I go to for that. Because you're not perfect. And I'm not perfect. I bet you there's people out there who go to me for something, but they also go to someone else for someone else, for something else. And so a lesson I'm really trying to learn right now is that I can't expect someone to give me everything. I can expect, like when I get into a new relationship, obviously I'm going to name the number one things I want in a partner, and that's what they have to have. But then they might not have this one little thing that I wish they had, but it's not something that I absolutely need. And I don't, and I can get it from my friend, or I can get it from this person. And so just taking those pressures off and realizing, you know, obviously here's the things I want, but I can't get everything out of one person. And I think that's the quote I'm going to leave with this today. You can't get everything out of one person. So stop putting the pressure on people to bring to be everything to you because you can't be everything to someone you can't be everything you can't be everything to everyone and everyone can't be everything to you i think that's i think that's my advice for today this is i think i don't even know how long this episode was but i feel like this was a good one i just rambled my voice is really hurting actually i don't know i just think i've talked a lot but i i love doing these podcasts because sometimes it opens my eyes to new things and i feel like i have epiphanies sometimes when i'm doing these because i'm like wait I didn't think about this because honestly these are just like a therapy session with myself I have a really good time doing them and I just love doing them and I hope that all of you can look at yourself in the mirror and soon learn to accept yourself for the human that you are and realize that 
we aren't perfect. No one is perfect. And take the pressures off yourself and take the pressures off other people. But also keep your standards. And don't let people walk all over you. But also remember, you can't get everything from one person. It's a balance. Life is about balance. That's also what I've learned. And we can talk about that in another, another episode. But, yeah, because I'm trying to work through that, too. I'm trying to work through letting go of the pressures of being this perfect person who's always good at everything. And that's that. That's that. So I'm going to leave you with that, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. I was going to say weekend because I'm filming this on a Saturday, but I'm going to say week. I can't believe it's Saturday. This is such a weird Saturday. It feels like a Monday. But I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, Do something nice for yourself today. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself something nice, but also remind yourself that you're human and it's okay to make mistakes. And yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Bye. Thank you.